Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Tea with HB, the podcast where we drink tea and spill it. Everything you weren't taught in school can be found right here. Serenity, the state of being calm, peaceful and untroubled. Essentially, everything we're not, most of the time. In Tranquility, we looked at the benefits of breathing, but it can be difficult to carve time into our lives for ourselves, and it is easy to forget to utilise our breath. An active way to give ourselves time to do this is meditation. I have invited Laura, a real expert on the subject, to help us find serenity. Laura is the founder of Be Modern Meditation, a company with a mission to make meditation accessible for everyone. So, no matter who you are, whether you meditate every day or have no idea where to start, I hope you enjoy learning with me. And just like Tranquility, I recommend a calming cup of chamomile tea for this episode. Hello, Laura, and welcome to Tea with HB. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. So would you like to start with your origin story? Tell us a bit about your background and how you came to meditation. Absolutely. So um, I'm all about meditation now, but it wasn't always that way. So uh, about six years ago now, I sat down and wrote in my journal the words, I'm nothing. It stemmed from, um, at the time, I was living in Australia with two young children and no sort of family support there. And whilst you know living over there was amazing, what I'd lost was a complete sense of who I was. So I'd gone from having a corporate career and um, you know being quite a driven person to suddenly being at home with young children all the time. And over time, they just that sort of eroded sense of who I was meant that I felt um, I, I, looking back, I was probably suffering from depression. Um, and some anxiety actually and all I knew was that just every day felt really difficult and but that 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 moment of writing those words and really feeling them to my core um, I felt such shame about you know that that was true you know it was like a jolt from my future self really of you know this doesn't have to be your story so either it's true and in which case I need to do something or it's not true and how awful that I feel that way and it became the sort of the start point of going right okay what do I do now and I think that's amazing that you decided to do something about it at all well I think I think sometimes you have to hit that sort of rock bottom point before you realize and for me meditate the reason meditation came about was because it had been on my kind of to-do list for a number of years and then 
around that time when I had this moment of right I need to do something you know I think often happens you then get given the thing that you need and and I kind of stumbled across um, a meditation course it became kind of the scaffolding out of that place it wasn't the magic bullet that suddenly I started meditating and everything was fine in my universe so I then went on to study psychology and mindfulness um, and acceptance commitment therapy and I kept kind of looping back to meditation as being this fundamental piece of the puzzle. So I became really passionate about wanting to help other people who were in that stuck place for whatever reason they were there. The thing, the the missing piece was teaching people how to be present, which is why I then trained to teach meditation. And then the program that I've created in my business is actually a kind of a meditation is like the scaffolding for a, a sort of personal transformation process where you have a journey of learning first of all how to do that but then how to experience your life differently so that you can have a more meaningful and rich life um, whatever that means to you. Yeah I think so many people fear silence and people don't want to take time for themselves because we think that if we can keep busy, we can escape our thoughts, when actually it's the introspection that comes from stillness and silence sometimes that allows you to refine your identity. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I guess because you've, you've presumably had to learn some of that stuff yourself with some of your experiences of, you know, being still and having to have time with yourself. Definitely, yeah. I think uh, when anyone becomes ill, but especially at a young age, I mean, I was 10 or 11 when my symptoms first started, um, and, and I didn't really have many friends, so I spent a lot of time on my own, and it's really hard when your body's going through something and you don't know what it is, and doctors or people are telling you that you're crazy or that the pain you're experiencing is in your head, and... I mean, I think any age that would really affect you, but especially when you're young and you kind of just need to be able to stick up for yourself and have your own voice. But I didn't have that for such a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's challenging, isn't it? And I think um, and I think for a lot of people I come across, they kind of think um, they say to me, I've tried meditation, I'm rubbish at it. Um, and what they mean is that my mind doesn't doesn't st- doesn't stay quiet. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually well you know, that's to be expected. Don't worry, that's meant to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of actually, that's a sign that you're doing it right. It is very much like exercising the body and that, you know, we're training the mind in focus and attention. And when we do that, um, you know, it's like training a puppy. At first, you have to do that over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. Just like, exactly. you know, a workout in the gym, sometimes it feels horrible, but afterwards you feel great and you know that you're building a muscle and you know you're building that strength. Yeah, I think it's the same with um, creativity as well. It's like a muscle, you have to practice. Like with drawing, you can't just try one time and then think, ah, I'm rubbish at this. As someone with a chronic illness who suffers from brain fog and pain and lack of concentration in general, what kind of advice would you would you give me if I'm thinking of starting meditating? Well, I think uh, there's actually a lot of research to show that it's really it can be really um, effective, especially mindfulness type of meditation, where you're paying attention on purpose without judgment to whatever your moment by moment experience is that actually it can be a really powerful way of helping to manage chronic pain and chronic conditions because you learn to strip away that the judgment of I don't know how much longer I can take this for how long is this going to last for you know all of those things that come with pain that that sense of wanting to avoid pain which is a natural 
normal human thing. It's, it's quite um, empowering. Some people experience that as actually a reduction of their pain. That's really interesting. So are there different types of meditation? Because I always thought you had to be sitting completely still. You do, but there's some type styles of meditation where you'd be kind of very much like do not move. But there are styles of meditation. There are types of meditation that are designed to help you go to sleep, for example. Um, whereas what we're doing is paying attention um, on on purpose to to what what's going on in our moment by moment experience. And so you've got a focused attention practice, and the clues in the title there that basically you're just paying attention to something, and whenever you get distracted, you come back. And the most important moment in that practice is the noticing. So it doesn't matter how many times you get distracted. All that actually matters is that you notice and you come back. Okay. One umbrella. The second umbrella is an open awareness practice. Um, it's, it's, there's many names for that. So there's, it's also called Vipassana. It's sort of from, from a Buddhist tra- tradition. It's called Vipassana, which means to look in a special way. And with an open awareness practice, um, unlike with the focused attention practice, we're not trying to focus on any one thing at all. All we're doing is that whatever comes up, we just um, allow that to be the focus until it moves away. And then something else comes up. And we let that be the focus until it moves away. And in that type of meditation, what we're training is our capacity to, to be non-reactive because something comes up and rather than feeling like we need to do something, we just observe it and let it pass through. Whereas in the focused attention practice, we're really training that that capacity to stay with stay it's a, it is a attention training practice it, and it helps us with that focus in our day-to-day lives. When we train our body for exercise you're working on different muscle groups but we never really think of our brain in that way like we're training different sections of it I mean. Yeah exactly it's like people, people talk about meditation in the same way they might say exercise and the word exercise is vast and broad and, and meditation is the same but I don't think we have that same um, perception of it. The focus yeah. attention practice is you're you're working on that that there's a these sort of amygdala that alarm bell in the brain which tells us there's a danger and triggers our fight or flight response. When we are training that non-reactive part of it, with whatever comes up is okay, and we just label it and it moves through, we're training we're down-regulating that emergency response. So the two together are quite powerful because you then got this heightened sense of being able to focus on where you choose so you can have a response rather than a reaction and then you're down regulating that kind of quick 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 must react Mm. impulse which is such a part of our lives yeah exactly it's sort of like when people say think before you speak we don't actually think about what that entails you know no no it's true that's so that's so true it's so true um and then the third, I suppose the third kind of umbrella, and this isn't exhaustive, you know, there are probably permutations beyond this, but this is like a, a simplified way of, of, of describing it, would be described as self-transcending. Now, this is the type of uh, meditation. Now, open awareness practices do kind of take you to the same sort of place, but this is a particular type of technique you might have heard of transcendental meditation or TM, which is done by a lot of celebrities and the Beatles. It's a, it basically involves, um, so there's TM and, a, and a sort of a, um, there's something called Vedic meditation, which is another style of self-transcending, where basically you use, um, the, the premise behind it is that you use, we're getting quite technical here, but... No, that's great, thank you. You use a, a mantra, so which is a, it means like mind vehicle, so it's a sound that you repeat, and you're given a sound from a teacher that's your sound, and it's not a word, it's a sound. And you repeat it sort of quietly in your mind, not with any rhythm, but just literally just repeating it and letting it be effortless. And your mind finds the sound pleasurable. And so 
it kind of takes you into deeper awareness states so you almost drop into a deeper meditation and it's called self-transcending because when you go to that sort of deeper meditation state however you get to a deeper meditation state you um transcend your sense of yourself so you don't you start to almost not feel your own body um and you are almost um if you think of it in terms of quantum physics and like the vibration state start to vibrate at the same frequency as the universe so you become you do transcend yourself because you become one with everything that is really weird because um well i started having seizures last year and one of the treatments i've been having is called electromagnetic frequency and since having that i haven't had any seizures and now i've been on other treatments at the same time so i can't say that's definitely what's helped but i really think it's been a large part of it and um if you told me that six months ago i'd have been a bit skeptical like mm, what frequencies right okay but now I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's interesting because what's what's fascinating with the science of meditation now, what I love is that the science is now validating some of this kind of more woo-woo sounding stuff is scientifically validated now <laughs> because they're able to actually put meditators in an MRI scanner um, and actually show what happens to their brainwaves during meditation, which then correlates to the sense that the, the meditator themselves feel in their body. So... The, the good thing with meditation is that you don't need to understand it or believe it even <laughs> for it to, to work. So that's that's kind of the, a, a sort of a, a very basic overview of the types of styles. But yeah, well, that's a lot of information I didn't know. So thank you. Essentially, you know, it's, it's just finding what works for you. So um, and it will change and evolve as you change and evolve a bit like with exercise, you know, and, and, it, and it's try something. And if it doesn't work try something else don't you don't just try swimming and decide I don't like sport ever <laughs> yeah exactly it's a workout for your brain um, and, and actually we aren't meditating for our experience on the cushion you know we're we're meditating for how it permeates into our all the nooks and crannies of our life yeah it's that letting go of expectations and just seeing what comes and with that said <laughs> with all of that said we will now we are ready we will just um literally just closing down the eyes and just finding that space. And the first thing to do is just an invitation to stop and turn inwards. Letting go of that busy doing. And taking your attention and placing it really gently on the fingertips. So just very gently on the very tips of the fingers, just letting your full focus rest there. You might notice after a moment a gentle tingling or vibration in the fingers, like a humming or vibration. And if you don't feel anything, that's okay too. Just keep your awareness on the very tips of the fingers. And just be aware of any sensations. And if you are feeling something there, that's just your nervous system responding to your attention. Your fingers preparing for movement. Mind and the body coming together moment by moment. And keeping the awareness there on the fingertips. 
See if you can also add your toes to your awareness. So now the tips of the fingers, the tips of the toes, in your awareness. And just noticing what you're experiencing right now in this moment. And there might still be other things in your awareness too, like sounds or sensations in the body or thoughts. And that's okay, as long as those are not the centre of your awareness. And when you notice that your mind's been taken away or you're not here anymore, just coming back to the very tips of the fingers and the toes, that moment of noticing that is the practice. And now allowing that awareness to spread up the ankles, the shins and the calves, up to the knees. And from the knees all the way along the thighs, feeling the chair underneath you or the floor. Perhaps feeling the floor underneath your feet. Becoming aware of the clothes against your skin. Noticing if there's a heaviness or a lightness to the legs with your awareness. And then from the hands, travelling up the wrists and the forearms into the crook of the arm. And then up the tops of the arms into the shoulders. Across the chest. Down into the belly. And coming back any time the mind's wandered no judgment or effort, just gently and softly. You know, your whole body's in your awareness. Just noticing what that feels like. Becoming aware of any areas of tension or any areas that of sensation that you that become obvious to you now, or maybe they've been there before. Noticing the jaw, the forehead, your whole body, and perhaps a deeper feeling of relaxation just beginning to emerge. A feeling of just being. Coming back each time your mind gets distracted and giving yourself permission setting an intention to be right here. I am exactly where I planned to be. There is nowhere else to be, nothing else to do. This is it. This moment is all that's real. Taking three bigger than usual breaths.
and keeping the eyes closed. Begin to move the fingers and the toes gently. Just noticing what it feels like to return movement to the body, to respond to that signal. And then gently blinking open the eyes and noticing that the world's still there. And just keeping the gaze soft for a moment. And there you go. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much. Whether, like me, you are new to the world of meditation, or whether it's something you've practised often, you can find more of Laura's wonderful meditations on her YouTube and Instagram. And she is recording live meditations every single day on her Facebook page at 5.15pm UK time. So look for Be Modern Meditation and add some more serenity to your life. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're enjoying the podcast, share it with several friends. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can find me on Instagram at hollyblossom underscore HB or send me an email at twithhb at gmail.com.